Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, we had such a good day. We just went to Texas Roadhouse. We freaking haul, dude. That's like our annual, not annual, because I see you more than once a year, but... Whenever we're together, we always go to Texas Roadie. You gotta get the roll. You gotta get the rolls, babe. Oh, and we do every time. Every single time. We got two baskets. <sighs> yeah, we did. It was good. It was very good. Um, and then what did we also do on this trip? We went to the fair. We did go to the fair. That I, was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'd never been to the Virginia State Fair. I'm still kind of mad about the tenders. Oh. We thought we were getting a good deal. <laughs> I went up to the I went up to one of the tents or one of the, you know, food vendors and I really just wanted a chicken tender basket and fries. So I should have specified and I really should have enunciated my words, but instead I walked up and I said, Can I get a tender basket? And she was like, Yeah. And then she and then she was like started clicking and clacking buttons. And the next thing you know, I was like, oh, she's only charging me $12 when it's normally 20 So I was like, oh. I was like, I'll take it. Like, she's giving us a deal. Like, totally. Next thing you know, I, like, put my card in. Everything's hunky-dory. The next thing you know, she goes, your fries? <laughs> and I said, oh, so you weren't cutting me a deal. You were just, you just misheard me. Yeah. And Love neither that. of us corrected her. We no. walked away smiling from ear to ear. Thank you so much for our fries. Thank you so much for your service. I really appreciate you. Yeah. Point blank period. Anyways, okay, so we posted on our Instagram, which if you're not following us, you should. It's just the latest BS. And I did a little QA box for y'all to just send in like anything you want. We got so many requests for Brittany's Greek life perspective, slash story, slash just speak on it. I don't know. I guess you mentioned it in a previous podcast. I did. Also, by the way, if you hear whining in the background, Hector. it's because I'm dog-sitting this week, and he literally whines 24-7, but then when you go to give him attention, he runs away, so. And he is a two-and-a-half-pound chihuahua, for yes, reference. Yes, he is, and he is an old boy, so I'm going to attempt to pick him up <laughs> and have him cuddle while we do the podcast, but anyway... So, yeah, so, yes, talking about my Greek life experience, I, so this is, so, by the way, this is my opinion, this is my experience of what happened with me when I decided to rush a sorority. So, uh, we're going back to the beginning. Okay. I was a freshman in college. My mom had never gone to college. That's important. So, my mom did not go to college. She went to community college. So she didn't really get the college experience, so she wanted me to have the college experience. So when I went to school, my mom's like, oh my goodness, you should you should join a sorority. And I said, you know what, like, I never really thought of it that way. I was like, aren't, you, aren't people really just paying for friends? This dog is so... <laughs> All of a sudden, guys, he's literally scared of his own shadow. Most of the time, wants nothing to do with us. The second we sit down to record this podcast... He, he he wants to literally be on he's, he's on top of us. All over me right now. So <laughs> you you see me getting distracted, that's why. But anyway, so my mom's like, you should join a rush a sorority. And I was like, you know what? Like that sounds good. In my head, all I really just saw the stereotypes. I'm like, oh, you you know, you have to time I had brown hair, it's like, oh, you have to be blonde and you have to, you know, whatever. So and I was like, aren't you really just paying for friends? But I was like, you know what, whatever, that's fine. I was like, you know what, a new experience, new place, new people. Maybe it's a good way to make friends. It'll be a good resume builder. I'm down, let's do it. So I went to the interest meeting. And 
So I went to Randolph-Macon College, and we they only had three sororities that you went through traditional recruitment. So I went to the informational meeting, and when I saw how much money it was a semester, my jaw dropped. I was like, there was so much that goes into it that I never really realized that I was like, oh, I'm not really sure if I want to do that. So then I called my mom after the informational meeting, and she was like, if you're if you're going to do that, then you're going to pay for it yourself. How much was it? I Honestly, I don't remember, but like there were certain sororities that it was a lot more money because the shirts were included. Okay. And any of like the philanthrop- philanthrop- philanthropy. Thank you. Whenever anybody would participate in a philanthropy event, the shirt was included. Uh-huh. But then there were other sororities where it was cheaper, but you had to pay for the shirt. It was a whole big thing. I can't remember, but it was some like stupid number. So I'm like... I. I don't want to pay for this. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to go through recruitment anyway. I'm going to pay the little fee. I'm going to have fun. Whatever. It was not fun. So it was like three days long. Mm-hmm. And you, so you were split up into groups. And your leader, like your group leader was called your Rogam. And your Rogam was in a sorority already. But they had to be completely unbiased. Like they, they had to go as far as their social media, like, privating all their social media, taking all of their, anything that had to do with any sort of, like, sorority thing, they had to delete or, like, archive so people couldn't see because you needed to be unbiased. So you had no idea what sorority they were in. So I had no idea what sorority they were in. So just in case you wanted to be like, oh, well, I want to go to this sorority, but I don't know if I like it, they can't be unbiased. It'd be like, well, that's my sorority and it's great. Like, they have to be completely just there for you, kind of. Anyway, so... We all got split up into groups, and then the first day, you had to go to all three houses. But what the weird thing was, you had to stand in a single file line, and you couldn't speak to anybody. It was just completely, it was completely silent. Okay. And any time that you, so you would literally just hear, like, girls' sandals and heels clicking and clacking on the sidewalk, and there would be hundreds of girls just passing by each other, and you couldn't speak. So weird. It was so weird. And, like, you just saw, like, upperclassmen and people just, like, looking and recording and laughing and stuff like that because of the fact that you're just clicking and clacking and walking around. Yeah, it's giving cold. Just walking around the streets, single file line, mouth shut. Yep, single file line, everything. So then we went to, we went to the three houses. Everything was fine. And then the next day you got... Like, the next day of recruitment, you got a card saying, like, what houses wanted you to come back. Right. Basically. So then when I got my card back, all three houses invited me back. So I was like, okay, cool. So at least I have a shot in one of the three. So I went to all three houses. The second day, they told you what to wear. It was very, like, it was pretty, I don't want to say strict, but it was pretty, like, this day, this is what you need to wear. This day, this is the vibe you need to wear. This is what you need. Like, a black dress this day. Business casual this day. Like, dress up day. Like, whatever. So, I went to... Second day, I went to... Back to all three houses. And that was when I was paired off with, like, one or two girls that were in that certain sorority. So, there was one sorority that I went to. It was Delta Zeta. I'm dropping. I'm, I'm dropping it all. I'm still she, she name dropping. I'm name dropping. So I went to a, I went to one sorority house called Delta Zeta. And when I went in there, there was this girl who like 
basically like latched onto me like as soon as I walked in which again is fine she was a senior I was a freshman I looked up to her at this point I was like oh my goodness she's an upperclassman she's she's a woman yeah that makes you feel good exactly so she was just like asking me all about myself like where I'm from what I did like you know what I wanted to major in blah 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 whatever so I was eating it up I was taking it all in I was just like oh my goodness I'm so excited and like she kept like you know, she kept, like, smiling at me and, like, from across the room kind of thing, like, giving me, like, the little, like, that little wink, but not, like, a, not, like, a hey girl wink, but right. more of, like, a... I got like, you. I got you, like, I see you kind of wink. So then all I wanted to do was be accepted, mm-hmm. and so when she was doing that to me as a senior to a freshman, I was like, okay, maybe I have a shot. So then the third day of recruitment is when I got the card back, and I only got called back to two houses instead of the three, which is fine. So then I got called back to Delta Zeta, and then I got called back to, we had another um, sorority on campus, Alpha Gamma Delta. So I got called back to those two houses. So I was like, okay, fine. So then when I went back to Delta Zeta, the same girl, like, ran up to me, and she was like, And she was, you know, she was just like, I'm not really supposed to say anything, but, like, I can't wait for you to be my sister. (gasps) Like, you're going to be my little, like, you know, just like, blah, 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 like, going, like, going crazy. She's like, oh, my goodness, like, I'm going to take you under my wing, like, the whole nine yards. So she's like, I'm not supposed to tell you this. Like, so her and I are basically, like, holding hands and jumping up and down at this point. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, I'm already in DZ. I can't wait, blah, blah, blah. This is going to be so fun. Whatever. So then, at that point, I was, like, I was all in. I was checked out with the other house. Like, I went in, and, of course, I wasn't rude, and I entertained everything, and I talked to the people, got to know some of the people, cool, whatever. So then, fast forward, uh, later that day, they were like, you all need to go back to your rooms, and you weren't allowed to talk to anybody else about recruitment. So you weren't allowed to post about it on social media. I wasn't allowed to. If my roommate was rushing, I wasn't allowed to talk to her about it. I wasn't allowed to talk to the people that lived in my hall, like, the whole nine. So then they they told us the process next is that they're going to go through the girls that they want to keep or the girls that they want to bring in, and then they're going to basically throw in a bid, and then your rogam is going to come to your door and hand you the bid of what it is. So then I was sitting in my room, and I was waiting. Oh, I forgot to mention. So you, at the end of the recruitment, before you went back to your room – you have the opportunity to kind of be like, I want to do this. Almost like putting in, putting in an application. Okay. Being like, I like this is a sorority that I would prefer to go in. Mm-hmm. But then my road game was like, just a little piece of advice. She was like, don't just put one. If you put, if you, she was like, if the two houses want you back, don't put just one just in case they don't want you. Because then, if they don't want you, then you don't get into a sorority at all. So I was like, okay, I mean, I, I, that's pretty good advice, I'm not going to lie. So I put DZ first, and then I put AGD on the second. So I was like, fine. So then I'm sitting in my room, pacing back and forth. Like, we broke the rules, and, like, me and all of my, like, hallmates were all talking, the ones that were going through recruitment. So, you know, we're we're all talking, we're all giggling, being like, oh my goodness, I hope I get into blah, 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 whatever. Next thing you know, like, we see our rogams coming, so we all run back in our rooms. I get a knock on the door, and I get my, my I get my envelope, and she's like, congratulations, you got a bid. And I was, like, literally screaming, crying, puking. I was like, oh, my God, it's like, I got into DZ. I opened it, and it was from AGD. DZ dropped me. Oh. And I was like, I had never felt so gypped. And <laughs> so, like, at that point, my heart dropped, 
and I started sobbing. And then I called my mom and she was like, why are you, she was like, literally, why are you crying? And I was like, honestly, I don't know. Like, I just felt, I, I honestly kind of felt violated in a way. Yeah. Like, lied to. Lied I mean, to, this girl exactly. looked you in the eyes and acted like she was giving you this, like, in insider, you like know, info. Yeah. You're going to be my little. And then, apparently not. No. She just straight up was just like, mm, no. And then, like, I saw, like, I heard other girls, like, screaming and cheering. And then I heard other girls crying. And, I'm, and then it, I kind of just, like, sat back to myself and I was like, I'm literally crying over these people who don't want me. I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, am I seriously crying over this right now? Yeah. I was like, first of all, I'm going to be saving money. Living better. Living better. (laughs) Walmart. Walmart. (laughs) So I was like, I I was sitting there and I was like. Like a little reality check. I had myself a little reality check. Like I looked in the mirror because my roommate at the time, she did not go through recruitment. And she was like, why are you crying? I was like, that's a great question. I literally don't know. I was like, I have absolutely no idea. But then my best friend, she went through recruitment. And I'm not going to say what sorority she was in just because she was an active, active sister in that sorority. So I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to name drop. But the amount of horror stories that Mm. I heard from like hazing and talk about hazing and fights that they would all have. And just I'm sitting there and I'm like, that sounds freaking miserable. Yeah. That literally sounds miserable to me. I'm like, the fact that I paid money to have people judge me, which in reality you are, mm-hmm. you're being judged whether you like it or not. The fact that I paid money to get judged by a group of women who literally mean nothing to me now is crazy. So you're happy in the end that... Oh, 100%. I ended up getting on dance team, and I was on dance team for four years. And that was probably the best decision that I've ever made. Because if I were to be on dance team and Greek life, then I wouldn't have been able to, then I wouldn't have been able to balance both. Right. So I'm really happy and really glad with my decision to just, like, not go through with it. I can't believe that girl so confidently was telling you. Oh, I know. We're going to be sisters. You're going to be my little this, that, and the other. Did mm-hmm. you ever see her or run into her again or oh, anything? Oh, yeah. She did, didn't even look at me. No! 100%. Every time that we made eye contact, she walked the other way. <gasps> she acted like she didn't even know me. I was like, Miss Ma'am, you were basically like up my butt yeah. the whole three days through recruitment. And then you turned around and you're like, mm, no, girl. The whole the whole sorority recruitment thing is wild to me. Like, I'm from Alabama, so you know there was that HBO documentary mm-hmm. about sorority. And I heard that it turned out to not be great. Like, did you watch it? I didn't, no. I saw that there was a documentary, I just never watched it. Yeah, I didn't watch it either. But I just know that in the realm of sorority recruitment, like, Alabama is one of the top, I guess, most notable. Because yes. it costs so much money. That's why I was wondering what you were talking about as far as, like, numbers. Right. Because I've heard that at Al- Al- Alabama, it's, like, ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 extra a year. Right. And that's just, like, for your membership fees and stuff. That yeah. doesn't include, I guess, other things you have. But I wouldn't even know. So, so like, I mean, it just depends because, like... They have a sorority house. Yeah. And then I think you have to either apply to live in the sorority house or something, and that's extra. And just, like, 
extra for philanthropy. There's extra for t-shirts. There's extra for events and things like that. And it's like, I, that's just not my vibe. Yeah. And I remember like, I'll never forget, you know, being on dance team and not being in a sorority. If you weren't in a sorority, you were looked down on. Mm, Okay. I was going to say, was it in your high school were people talking about being in sororities like senior year it was a huge thing it was a huge thing so then when my mom mentioned it to me it was kind of like that little validating or that kind of push that I needed to be like okay you know what I will I will go through recruitment I will rush like whatever yeah so it was just it it was just it was just weird it's so like I'll never forget this dude it was I was my it was my freshman year there was this guy I thought he was so hot he was on the football team and I was leaving, we had the same class together, and I was leaving, and he was, like, walking with me, and I can't remember what we were talking about, but he goes, oh, by the way, are you in a sorority? And I said, no, I'm not. I was like, I went through recruitment, but, like, that's just not my thing. And then it was, like, it was immediately, he was just kind of like, oh. Ah. Oh, I know. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, so my worth has something to do with being in a sorority, I'm like, so you're you're not going to give me the time of day because I'm not in a sorority? Does not just, make sense. It was crazy. And then, like, I wasn't, I was not a big partier in college. I really wasn't. But, like, did I go to a party, a couple parties? Of course I did. Absolutely. It's a college experience. So, like, when I would go to a fraternity party, one of the first questions that they asked was, are you in a sorority? And I'd be like, No. And they'd be like, oh, well, you're going to have to get somebody that you know to come and get you. No way. Oh, just to get in the door? Just to get in the freaking door. <gasps> oh, yeah. That's crazy. It was not. It's because crazy. it was such a small school, it was very clicky. Mm. So it's like, if you were if you were a freshman and you did not find your people your freshman year, it was almost little to impossible to make friends moving forward. Right. Kind of thing. So it was definitely hard, but... I made friends through dance team, and I made friends through, you know, um, I made friends through people that I met that also went through recruitment, that lived on my halls, when I lived on campus, in classes, things like that. So, it all ended up working out in the end. I met my best friends, so it all ended up working out in the end. Yeah. But still, would, would I go through recruitment again? Absolutely not. And again, this is just my experience. If your experience was different and you found your forever sisterhood i'm so very happy for you but this is just my experience i think greek life is yikes (laughs) is yikes personally um okay so i didn't do a sorority either and i mentioned like i went to school in alabama so alabama and auburn that was where the majority of people went from my high school Mm -hmm. it's like senior year everyone was already talking about it they already knew I think that my sophomore and junior year, I wanted to do a sorority because I knew some of the older girls who were seniors who were already, like, planning on rushing, and they kind of, when I was friends with them, like, they were like, oh, when you come to Alabama, like, we're gonna get you into this sorority, or we're gonna rush you really hard, or this, that, and the other, so I thought, okay, like, I'm gonna do it, but I was also friends with the popular girls at that time, like, Mm. sophomore and junior year, and then that ended, and I think by my senior year, I just knew that I didn't want to do it. Right. I think I knew that I wouldn't fit in just because I wasn't born and raised in Alabama. I already 
felt like all the girls knew what sorority they were going to get into because they knew people who went to Alabama for years and years. They've been talking about it. They were basically born and bred to be in sororities at Alabama. Legacies, legacies, yes, exactly. And they would have all the best clothes and all the best hair and makeup and all this. And I just, I don't know, something in me. I was like, this just not. It's not for me. I feel you. So, um, I ended up going to Mississippi State, which was still an SEC school, still a pretty big school, but sororities were not nearly as important, so I didn't feel pressured to do a sorority. Right. Um, and, because I was worried that if I went to Alabama, I'd have no friends. Like, that's how many girls go through the rush process and, like, Mm. get into it. Well, I ended up rooming with a girl who was in a sorority. Mm. So I went to college a month early so that I could get the nice dorms where it was two beds in one room and then a bathroom. Mm. So like we were in the same room and we shared a bathroom so I didn't have to do the community bathroom thing. And my mom kind of like, I don't, she didn't force me to do it, but they like told me you need to sign up for this. You need to do this. And I hated it, but I did it and I got the nice dorm And this girl, we met on a Facebook page. She, I guess, figured out that I was getting the nice storm. And so if she roomed with me, she would also then get Get the the nice nice storm. Well, she went through the rush process. She was a fine you. Um, When we were talking beforehand, she loved me. She couldn't wait. We were going to be best friends. Once we got to school and she rushed, it was, like, completely different. She turned Mm -hmm. just into, like, the classic sorority mean girl Mm. um I think I've told this story before but like I would ask her you know like can I hang out with you would if you and your friends are going out like do you mind if I come and she would just pretend that she didn't see my text messages she would ignore me yeah so it just put a really bad taste in my mouth she even told me at one point like I can't say the word find you because I'm not in it and it really like set her off that I was saying this word, and I was like, "Girl, you got bigger fish to fry. Like, it's really, you are not the you are not the word police. Like, there is no way that you can be telling me what I can and can't say." But that's also why I didn't want to do a sorority. Like in the back of my mind, I knew that I didn't want people telling me what to do right. and paying them to do it. Valid. Like, and especially when you're in college, that's like the time for you to spread your wings. You're finally away from your parents. Yep. You're doing what you want. I don't want people watching me, snitching on me. Uh-huh. I don't want to get fined for doing normal college things like going out drinking, you know, hanging out with friends past midnight, 2 a.m., whatever. Like, right. I just, I simply did not want someone telling me what to do. Um, and then having this roommate from hell just kind of, like, solidified my choice of, I'm so glad I didn't do this. Right. It's just, like, I even, I completely forgot about that. Like, if you post something bad, then, like, somebody on the review board can see it and they can find you. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, again, I was not a big partier ever. But just, like, the fact that if I have to worry about what I'm going to post on my social media because it might look bad, like, that's freaking crazy. Right. That's crazy. I'm going right. to have somebody who's my age tell me. Mm-hmm. What to do? Mm-hmm. And then you get like a ticket, like exactly. you, or you get you can't you you can't go to certain events, like you get banned from three events so or whatever it is. Yes. Where's the Where's my dunce cap? You're, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> and and you're writing them a check, like to That's do it. Word. It just, I mean, and this is not to say that because I'm sure people listening to this had a great sorority experience, oh, but this goes out to the girls who feel like they don't want to do it and they don't understand why or they feel like they're wrong for not wanting to do it or not be a part of it or they'll never make friends if they're not a part of it that doesn't have to be your story like you right. cannot do a sorority and you can be okay and 
you know, it's not going to, like, put a scarlet letter on your back, you know, you didn't do a sorority, so you're not cool, you can't, you don't deserve to have any friends, you don't deserve to have any fun. Right. That's not, that's not how it has to be. It's not for everyone. Like, exactly. hello. It's not for everyone, because some people, they are very introverted, they don't want to step out of their comfort zone, they don't really want to put themselves out there like that, they may have, you know, low self-esteem, so then, like, if they, if that certain sorority didn't want them, they may see that as rejection, so, like, it's just... It can really be tough on the mental. Oh, yeah. It's not for everyone, and it doesn't have to be. Yeah, it really doesn't. And don't feel don't feel pressured to... Yeah, don't feel pressured to join just because somebody else is doing it. Or if it's just something that you're not comfortable with, then, then don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. There are certain times and there are certain instances where stepping out of your comfort zone is good. But if it's something that you think is not going to be good for your mental health, then don't do it. Yeah, or if you're just simply following the crowd because it seems like, you know, something that everyone else is doing. Exactly. And I hate, it's so sad seeing, because sorority is now, or sorority recruitment is now shown on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the, well, I guess last year it was really big on TikTok as well. But these are the first couple of years where that whole process is being put out on social media. And it literally devastates these girls. Oh, like I know. they are bawling their eyes out, sobbing, crying. Like I, I just can't imagine the extra level of pressure that puts on you, especially if you don't get in and you've posted your entire experience, yeah. like all your outfits, all, everything, and then you have to come back and tell not only your family and friends, but like a hundred thousand followers or whatever that you didn't get in. Right. Oh my gosh, just. I, I would have to end it. Did you see that girl? I do not know her name to save my life. But there was this girl who was posting her Alabama story mm-hmm. recruitment. And then she got x nade mm-hmm. or something like that. And people are mad about it because of the fact that everybody else is posting about it. Was it because she was posting? Is that why Well, everybody said- else was posting, like, like, you know, Rush Day 1, like, like, tops from Lululemon, Golden Goose, whatever the case... And she was posting every day, just like the other girls were. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. And she got she got kicked off. She got exnade. I think we may be talking about the same girl because she was super chill. Yeah, right. Yeah, like not like the not the stereotypical girl that you would think that would be going through recruitment. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's sad that she got kicked off. And if it was solely for the fact that she was posting her experience on social media, that's unfair because so many was. girls were right. But I also do think that her attitude about the whole thing had something to do with it okay. because she acted like she didn't care. Like she acted like she was super, eh, I don't care if I get in. I don't really care to go to this event, but I'm going to go anyways. Eh, I'm just going to get dressed for this thing, but okay. it doesn't really matter to me. Like it seemed very, uh, it could, I could get in, I could not get like in. It doesn't make a difference for me. Exactly. Okay. And then I'm like, I see why they wouldn't, or maybe she wouldn't get put at the top of the list to get into the sorority because there's girls who are laying down their lives for a valid, spot valid. on this list right. or a spot for in this house. And, of course, they're going to pick someone else who really wants it over some girl who's like, oh, I don't really want to get up and do my hair, but I guess I will, or, you know, whatever. I'm not saying she said those words exactly, but I think her attitude was different. Now, her attitude was normal. Like, she was just being a normal girl, But people who are going through sorority are, like, on a different level. Like, they are 
in it to freaking win it. Their parents have bought them outfits months in advance. Like, they are running towards the finish line at full freaking speed, and they're going to get in. So, when you compare her to them, like, it just seemed maybe, like, she didn't want it as much. And I think that probably played into it. But that's just my... From what I saw, I was like, this girl doesn't seem like she wants it as bad. So, hopefully it didn't affect her as much. I don't... I never really saw anything, like, afterwards about her posting, but... Uh, yeah, I just, I think there's some girls who are just like, they have to have it and they will get it. True. You know, type sense. type of vibe. I feel that. Um, but of course, when you're posting things on social media, it can get taken the wrong way. So That's I'm sure she could be like, this is just how I am. Like, Valid. this is just how I act. Like, sue me. Correct us if we're wrong, because that's what I got from the whole thing. Yeah. Maybe there's more to it that I just haven't seen. Apparently she did like... A whole, like, news interview about it or something Oh, like really? That. Wait, yeah. I think I, she did it during Rush. Didn't she do an interview? Mm-hmm. And you're not supposed to do that. I, I don't know if... So, I don't know if the rules of recruitment is the same as, like, nationwide or mm-hmm. if it's the same... It just depends on the school that you go to. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not sure what the rule book is. All I know is that I was told that I was not allowed to do... A handful of things. Yeah. That I wasn't allowed to talk to another person who was also going through recruitment about the recruitment process. It's a very secretive process. It's very secretive, but 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 then it's almost like, it's almost a double standard in a way. Because you look at the dude, when they are going, when they are rushing a frat, or when they're doing, I don't mm-hmm. know what that... Like, yeah, I think it's, I think it's I rushing think it's a frat. rushing a frat. Yeah. When they are trying to get into a frat, they just do socials. Like, it's literally just, like, an ice cream social. Where they all... <laughs> but with Natty Light. But with Natty Light and, and, and putt-putt and football. You know what I mean? Like, they all... they It's just... It's it's literally just dudes walking around campus being like, yo, if you're interested in joining your frat, like, we're having a social at the house, like, 6.30, like, BYOB, brother. And then you walk in, and there's Domino's pizza everywhere, beers, and then they're playing ping pong pool and just, like... <gasps> like chest bumping, and yeah. then next thing you know, like two days later, you're in a freaking frat wearing the same Simply Southern shirts they wore in high school, exactly. the same Costa shorts, like nothing, no preparation, no nothing. It's just like you know what, like I'm bored, like yeah, let's do it. And then when you get into the frat, I don't even know if there's hazing. I'm pretty sure hazing is illegal, but people, oh, it definitely they, people is. People probably do it anyway. Yeah, they but definitely it's do. Just like, but then. I don't understand why it's such a long and difficult and mentally tolling process for women, but then for dudes, it's like, they all just get together and they all just bro out for two days, and then next thing you know, they're like, yeah, dude, you're you're chill. You're in. You're in, you're in, bro. Just sign the dotted line, brother, you're in. <laughs> and then next thing you know, you're in. Yeah. It's completely different. It's so different, because yeah. then with the girls, like, their recruitment process... Once once you get your bid and you tell your rogue I'm like, I accept the bid and then from there you have like an hour to get ready and then you go on the quad or whatever, the the big common area on campus and then next thing you know you hear just hear them start chanting mm-hmm. from all over and then there's just hundreds and hundreds of girls just chanting. And then next thing you know, their name's called, and you just run, and they just collide with each other and hug, and they're crying, and dudes are like, yeah, bro, up? Like, you're in. You know what I mean? Completely different. Completely freaking different. And I wonder why. Yeah, I don't know, because you mentioned there being a rule book, and 
I just have always thought, like, it. I just know it's so secretive. Like, it my is. friends who have been in sororities, like, they even have little code phrases that they use, code mm-hmm. words, code symbols, little songs they have to memorize. Like, oh, yeah, it is a to... very interesting... And I've heard a lot of rumors about what goes on during initiation yeah. and... Yeah, it's like, it's almost cult-like. I'm I, just, I'm I just saying. With initiation at Randolph-Macon, you were, like, you had to wear white. Mm-hmm. And you weren't allowed to wear makeup. Oh my like, gosh. Like, you couldn't wear, like, a single ounce of makeup and you had to wear all white. Oh my god, Which is freaking weird. It's gross. And it's like I'm you're... pretty sure I heard that there was, like, candlelight or something like that. I'm like, what in the cult? Am I being sacrificed? Like, what is happening right now? Yeah, I heard the same thing about the white... Something about going down in the basement, like you are in a circle, there's like, all the windows are covered, Mm. and it's just, ooh, it's freaky deaky. deaky. All I'm saying is I never regretted not doing a sorority. That's all I'm going to say. Yup. Now, for our next topic. Yeah, let's move on. We've been talking Um, about this for 40 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) For our next topic, we kind of started talking about this at dinner. We did. We we got a couple DMs too, just like boys in general, you know, boys, what, boys, boys. what's the tea? We were talking about this at dinner because Texas Roadhouse has these little do-it-yourself, pay-yourself um, tablets mm-hmm. on the table, and I'll just let you tell your story, like, about how a certain guy, like, at one time you were there, and there was, there was a situation... Okay, I was like, at first I was like, wait, what are you talking about? No. And then now I, it just dawned on me, I remember. So I was out to dinner with a gentleman at Texas Roadhouse, and I I was talking to Sophia about really just kind of how corporate Texas Roadhouse is in general, just with like a bunch of their, you know, you have to have salads out by a certain time, you have to have bread out by a certain time, entrees, things of that nature, you have to say certain things, like it, it's a whole process. So... I remember I was sitting at dinner with a guy, and next thing you know, I overhear this server. She was helping a table, but the table was an older couple. And for those of you who go to Texas Roadhouse, you know that they have, like, the little kiosk thing on the table, so you don't physically hand your server your card anymore. They, you do it at the table. So it was an older couple. They were obviously having trouble because I guess technology, whatever. And the server was trying to explain to them how to insert the card, how to do whatever, and then she walked away. She was like, let me know if I have any more questions and walked away. So I didn't pay that much attention. You know, I'm sitting, obviously, having dinner, talking to the guy that I was with. And the next thing you know, like, about 10, 15 minutes goes by. That couple is long gone. We're like, cool. So then the server comes back, and she's frantically, like, moving plates, moving napkins, looking under the table, looking around, and she's like... They walked out on their tab. And then the and then another server was like, what are you talking about? And apparently, I guess their card either didn't work or it didn't go through or something like that. So they just gave up and got up and left. Mm. So they dined and dashed. So then the girl was sitting there and she was like, this is my strike too. She's like, my third strike and I'm getting fired. She's like, this is going to come out of my paycheck. So apparently at Texas Roadhouse and at this, and I've, heard that this happens at a lot of other restaurants too that if somebody dines and dashes or walks out on their tab without paying then you get in trouble for it and then you that gets deducted from your tips or from your paycheck every two weeks or the money at the end of the night whatever however your restaurant works 
So I was telling Sophia, I was like, my heart was breaking for this girl because I was like, because the restaurants that I used to work at, if somebody walked out on their tab, we just caught the food because they're like, that's not my fault. Like I'm busy doing other stuff. Like I shouldn't have to, you know, I'm not the moral police, you know what I mean? You shouldn't be punished for that. Exactly. I shouldn't be punished for other people's stupidity. So, so she was like, so it was break. It was breaking my heart that this girl was freaking out over her job, like job security. So I'm sitting there talking to the guy that I'm with, and I was like, I cannot believe that this girl is about to get in trouble. And the guy was like, Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> so then, so then I straight up, and I just kind of like looked at him, and then I turned around and looked at the girl, and I said, Can I pay for the bill so you don't get in trouble? Because I felt so guilty and like. I was like, I was only, like, I, like, this might sound dramatic, but I was low-key getting a little emotional because I was like, I've been there. Yeah. Like, I've been, at, I've been in her shoes being the server and having people tip a dollar on a hundred dollar tab or, like, not tipping at all and things like when you work super hard and you, and you give a certain level of service. So it's like, I've been there and the frustration and, like, the, and the anxiety that she was feeling, I was like, I've been there. So then that's when I was like, can I please pay? for that person's tab so you don't get in trouble. I was like, I'll even tip on it. Don't worry about it. And she was just like, she was like, I really appreciate it, but I'm sorry, it's too late. I've already, she was like, I've already took it up with my manager. So like, it was just, yeah. His reaction was not what you expected. His reaction was not what I was expecting. Like, I was expecting like a little bit more compassion, empathy, or, like, just be a, be, uh, it sounds weird, just be a man. Right. Like, take, I'll pay for it. Right. I got it. Like, you know, like. Okay, let me pay for it. I mean, what? It might have been, like, 40, 50 bucks or something like right, that. Something like but that. hopefully, like, that would not be too much for him and he would just, I don't know. I, that's just what I would want a guy to do. Like, right. or if I say, oh, can I pay the bill? Like, he would still. He'd be like, oh, well, like, yeah, like, let, let's, let's, let's throw some money down. Yeah. Or, like, let's throw a little extra on the tip. Right. Something. Not like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. I was like, mm. this girl's literally on the verge of tears. Right. Talking about how she's going to lose her freaking job. Yeah. But I was like, oof. So we got to thinking, and I, I was like, well, that's, I just, I would never want to date a man like that. Um, I was out to dinner with a guy, and... I ended up recognizing the server, and we go way back, but I had only seen her in passing because of a guy that I was dating. He, she was dating his brother. Anyways, I'm surprised I even recognized her, but we did, and she has a kid, and I was just like, oh, it was so good to see that girl. Like, wow, like, that was so great, and so I told the guy that I was with, you know, we were talking about her, and wow, like, this is, you know, so, and we tipped her $50, and I... I didn't even have to ask him to do that. I was like, oh, I really want to tip her a lot. He did it, no questions asked. Because, like, that's just what I would want a guy to do. What I would hope for a guy to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, we started thinking, what do we want in guys? We're like, we know there's icks, but what are the things that we love about guys? That's true. So, we made a list. Don't worry. Don't, don't worry. Do not fret. We made a list. Do you want to go first? You go first. Okay. I'm curious. Um, so we're talking about things that we like. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, I also wrote a list of things that I don't like. Yeah, me too. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Just making sure. Okay, so I guess we can start with things we like. So I love when guys over tip. Oof. I love that. Big fan. I love, like, the money is no object. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I want to bless someone. Yes. I love a giving heart. Yes. Period. Big fan about that. I, this, (laughs) I like, I like when a guy is protective over me, but not possessive. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, my big thing is I want to feel safe when I'm with someone. So like if we're in, you know, hypothetically speaking story time, if we're leaving a concert Mm -hmm. and then it's at night, it's in an unfamiliar area. Mm -hmm. I want to, I want to be, I want to feel like I'm safe with him. Like he could protect me Mm -hmm. if anything were to go awry or anything like that. But I want him to be protective over me. Like if we're out, I want him to be like, okay, I want to make sure that she's safe. I don't like Sophie and I were talking at dinner. Like, I don't want, if we're walking down the street and some random person decides to catcall me, I don't want him to turn around and be like, dude, I want to beat you up. Like, blah, 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 blah. Come over and say it in my face. Come over and say it. Like, you're talking to my girl like that? Like, that's so, I'm like, ew. Ew. So gross. I'm like, I want you to be proud that you're with me. Mm -hmm. Almost be like, you know, just kind of ignore it. Mm-hmm. And then when we were walking, like, my perfect ideal, my perfect ideal situation <laughs> is if we're walking down the street, a guy catcalls, whatever, we ignore, we keep walking, and then he'll be like, yeah, like, you know, like, he's right, or yeah. like, whatever, but, like, yeah. coming from him, Yes, obviously. Like, the guy's like, oh, you're so hot, and he's like, yeah, you are hot. Oh! is secure. Very secure. Because my man should know that I don't want that rando walking exactly. down the street. Exactly. Yeah. It no. It screams insecure it, if the guy is like threatened by a random dude on the street. Catcalling. Should that not be. Gross. And guys like guys who handle situations well situations where like tensions are high they don't immediately rush to being a hothead and i'm gonna beat someone up and i'm gonna scream at you and get us kicked out of a bar like right they handle it well that is so hot i agree yeah big fan mm-hmm. all right what's your up next um saying i can have whatever i want Oh, yeah. like whatever you want. Yes. I love that. Like, oh, yeah, you can. Or, you know, if I literally just mentioning, like, oh, I want this thing. Oh, hey, I'll get it for you. Or um, if we're talking about the future, <laughs> oh, yeah, you can have that. Or I'll get you that. Or I want to get us that. You know, just a guy who basically just tells me I can have whatever I want. Right. Like, or I could never say no to you. Mmm. Mmm. <sighs> and, and, that could be me asking for hot Cheetos in Literally. the gas station. Yeah, right. Or I could be asking for a Louis Vuitton wallet. Like, yes, it goes, <laughs> it goes zero to a hundred. Give me that. Give me them red bottoms. But tell oh. me, tell me, I can have whatever I want. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> so mine is if I catch him looking at me. <laughs> that's that's like I I love that so much. Yeah. Because it's like I love I love the look. Because there's a look. You know what I mean? If a guy's, like, really into you, they give you the look. Uh Uh-huh. I love the look. Yeah. And I love when I don't know that they're looking at me, and then I look at them, and I catch them looking at me, and then I'm like, what? (laughs) Wait. I'm like, what? What were you thinking (laughs) of? What were you thinking of? Oh, my God. Do I have something in my teeth? No, that is so... Oh, I like catching them in the element, in the moment, like, in the wild. Men in the wild. Men in the wild. Okay, I love when they assure me that no problem is too big, like Mm. they can fix it. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm having the worst day ever, this happened, then this happened, then another thing on top of it, 
okay, well, I can wake up early tomorrow and we can figure out ideas for you to get this done and then I can take you to this place so you can get to this place on time. Like, a guy who can solve my problems for me and walk me through the steps of how to get through it, that is what I need. But without you having to ask for it. Right. Like, just like a natural problem solver. Mm -hmm. It's like somebody who, because that kind of like piggybacks into what my next thing was. It's like offering to help but not demanding that they help you. Yes. So it's like instead of a guy being like, "Oh, I'm gonna fix this for you," but in a but in an over demanding way, being like, "Oh, it's not gonna get fixed unless he does it." That's where I'm like, "No," because I can easily fix it myself. Yeah, don't get it twisted. Like, don't get it twisted. I'm a strong, independent woman. I don't need you. I'm like, I want you to be around. Mm-hmm. But do I need you? Absolutely not. Never. But it's like, if they offer, and they and they want to be included in the problem solving solution. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Uh, yes. And just, no problem is too big. We can get yeah. it handled. Don't worry, baby. Like, relax. Like, relax. Stop it. Oh, my God. Why, why do I love myself? Like, I'm literally attracted to myself. <laughs> I look in the mirror every day and I'm like, girl. Unless. <laughs> <laughs> Unless. Okay, well, that kind of was my second one. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I have I'm too so many. Sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. Um, another one, stopping to help people with car problems. Like, I just love a guy who knows what's going on, but who also is like, they can see someone in need and they feel in their heart compelled to help them. Yes. That, that is so attractive to me. Like, you just have, you have a heart of gold. Like, you'll pull over, you'll help someone, like, Oh, I just, oh, I love that so much. And I, I love guys who do that, like, on the daily, and they don't even tell me. Like, right. they'll, a few days later, oh, yeah, I, like, help this. I'm like, what? You did? Wait, tell me again. Pretend, <laughs> <laughs> pretend like it just happened, tell and pretend you're telling more. me for the first time. <laughs> you tell me more, Yeah, no, that's a good one. You did it without me? Right. <laughs> That's not without me. Yeah. You know, guys are like, oh, you do a show without me? That's like, you helped an old lady cross the street without me? Yeah, that's, that's hot. The shower, please pass. Goodbye. Next one. Um, okay. When they get hurt or injured and they don't care. Like, when they, like, stub their thumb, stub their thumb, stub their toe, or, like, close their car in the door, or, like, rip some skin off. Close their car in the door. Nothing is worse when you close your car in the door. Nothing worse. No, that's so relatable. That happens to me every time. Um, no, or like they rip some skin off or something right. and they're like, they don't even shed a tear about it. They don't even think twice about it. They're just like, uh, whatever, like put a band-aid on it, ready to like go. super glue and some tea. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like, I have to call in tomorrow. <laughs> like, I cannot I be gotta, seen in public. I call out of work. Yeah. But when it just doesn't, like they're so tough, like they're right. so, it just doesn't phase them. Rugged. Yeah, no, we love that. Big fan. Um, okay, you, actually, you mentioned this one. The, I said backing, like, when they're backing in, they put their... Parallel parking. Yep. When they can parallel park with, like, look, the first time, it's it's the best. One try. One try. And, like, I had a guy once, I had a guy once, he, he parallel parked and he looked at me the entire time that he Oh my god! And he looked at me the entire time that he did it, and I was like, "What? 
hello? Like, what is this? I love you. Yes. I was like, I literally, like, my heart is going pitter-patter, I love you. Yeah. I love you. Oh my gosh, it's the little things. Don't, guys, the, like, the point... 0.2% 0.2% of men that listen to this podcast, <laughs> or ladies, if you're sending this to your boyfriend, if he can't parallel park, don't tell him to do this. No, don't, because don't he's going to ding someone's bumper. He is going to, y'all are going to get an offender bender. And it's, and it's going to ruin date night. It is going to ruin date night. Don't do that. Someone's getting in a fight and we're not going to get blamed for that, so don't send us the bill. No, 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 no. Um, back, uh, cause I said backing in and like putting her hand over the headrest. I love that. But I think that's like a universal girls just that's like eat thing, that. Right. Oh. Okay. Talking to the waiter confidently. Oof. I hate a guy. No, I don't hate. Okay. That's a strong word. It, it makes, I give an, I get an ick when a guy's like not, he's anxious to talk to the waiter or he can't get his order out, or he, like, doesn't look at her in the eyes, or them, him, whatever. Just, like, a guy who is okay with talking to the wait staff and can, like, put in their order confidently, ask for what they don't want on their burger, and say it with their chest. Right. I don't, I don't want to feel, like, secondhand embarrassment when you're ordering. Definitely. I had a guy once, he, he would always ask me what I want. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, hey... Like what? Like what are you thinking? Like what do you want to eat? And then I'd be like, oh, like I'm thinking the Caesar salad, girl meal, the girl dinner, Caesar salad and a side of fries. Yes, right. Like this is just for example. Yeah. And then he'd be like, oh, okay. And then when the waiter would come, he'd be like, oh, she's gonna get a Caesar salad and a side of fries, and then I'm gonna get blah 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 blah, and we're gonna start with this. I love that mm-hmm. because he's not ordering. He, technically, he's ordering for me, but like. He asked me what I wanted. He's right. not ordering my meal for me. Yeah, he's not choosing what you get. He's taking the initiative. And I I love, I love, because that kind of like piggybacks into my next one, like guys who take the lead. Mm-hmm. I love when a guy takes the lead. Yeah. Just kind of like, I don't know, just like puts, uh, like effort. Yeah. Effort is so big for me. Yeah. Like I love, 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 love effort. A hundred percent. That reminds me, there was a guy that I talked to in Richmond, actually, who told me that the reason we, like, didn't really work out or whatever was because he needed, and keep in mind, I only talked to this guy for, like, maybe a month or two. I wasn't putting in, it needed to be 50-50. Like, he wanted me to be asking him to hang out 50% of the time, and he felt like he, I remember he actually told me, I don't know if it's just, like, all the guys that you've dated have, like, made your head so big or, like, have made you feel like you don't have to ask someone to hang out. But, like, that's typically how it works is, like, it's even. It should be equal. This, that, and the other. I'm like... I was like, I don't even know if you like me. What do you mean? I don't know if you freaking like me. I'm not going to embarrass myself and ask you to do all these things with me if I'm not even sure what we are. Like, do you think that you're going to turn me down and, like, tell me no and I'm going to be embarrassed for the rest of my life? Like, do you mind? Do you mind asking me to hang out? Is that such a big deal? Like... He honestly was upset, and we wouldn't talk for days or weeks or whatever it was, simply because he wouldn't text me because he wanted me to ask him to do something. But he would never tell me that. Like, it just came to a head one day, and he told me all of this stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, that's why we weren't hanging out, yeah, was like, because you were awake. Like, what? Put in that's effort. Disgusting. Put in effort. I feel like relationships, I hate when people say relationships are 50 50. Because 
No, I feel like relationships should be 200 because <laughs> you are putting in 100% yes. and I am putting in 100% because if I'm going to put in 100% of my effort, I'm going to expect you to put in 100% of your effort. Are there going to be some days where you don't feel 100%? 100%. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Like there are some days where I don't feel like getting out of bed. So I can only be like, hey, I really am only able to put 50 in today. I'm sorry. And then from there... You should rely on your partner to put in that 150%. Yeah. If you're not... And it should be no problem. They should have no problem in doing it. It should be something that they have no hesitations over. Like, the second that you're upset, they're like, what can I do? Yeah. That's how it should be. And especially when a relationship is new, like, do not expect me to be the one who's out here, like, asking you to do stuff 24-7, because, again, I'm not even sure what the vibe is. Like, I'm just waiting on you to tell me. Mm -hmm. I thought that was crazy. I was like, I never heard of this before. I know I'm from the South. Like, I know I'm from Alabama, and, like, the gentleman-ness is, like, on level 6,000 there usually, but, like, I didn't, I thought that was normal. Right. For, like, the first couple of weeks. Because I was definitely interested in him. It's yeah. not like when we were together, I was, like, giving him the cold shoulder and, like, right, I don't... Right. I wanted to be with him and go on dates with him at, like, 100%. I was there. So, for him to be, like, I just need you to show me. Like, what do you mean? Show you? Show, like, am I not? We've been together for... Or have we been seeing each other for... Weeks, two, months? Like, a couple weeks now? Yeah. Like... Hello? No. I, I thought know, it was crazy. So you are pursuing me. Right. That's a big thing for me. I'm like, it is a complete... It is a horse of a different color if you were already in a relationship. If you were already in a relationship, then that's a completely different story. Because then after that, like, yes, technically he is still supposed to be pursuing you. Because inevitably, he's the one asking... Like, obviously, eventually, like, if it were to ever get to that point, he would be the one asking to marry you. Right. Like, he's trying to pursue you. hmm I am big on traditional values. I yes. really am. And it's like, and, again, if you're, if, if you're not into that, that's fine. That's your prerogative. You're going to find a partner who has the same values and the same morals as you. But I am big on traditional. I'm big on traditional values. I'm like, you... This dude is so down bad for me. I'm like, oh, you're so down bad for me? Show me. Mm. Put in that effort. Yeah. Show me. I'm like, okay, not what, not the, oh, what do I bring to the table? No, sir. What do you bring to the table for me so that I can show you what I bring to the table? Yes. Yeah, it's not, and it's not like we want them to bring everything to the table and we just sit back and do nothing oh, and relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, we're perfect, obviously. Like, we, <laughs> we're, we, we're perfect. <laughs> I mean, we're going to bring exactly what we need to bring. Guys, I'm joking. But I do, I am the same way as you. Like, kind of that same mentality of, like, traditional kind of southern values. Like, mm-hmm. I want this man to, I love a man who is sweet for me. Like, a guy who is tough on the outside, Uh like, just a big man who, like, maybe, like, he's a little off-putting. Like, if you see him in person, like, is he nice? I don't know. Like, what's the vibe? Like, I can't like, But for me, he's so sweet for me. He's like a big teddy bear, and he's just, like, so sweet. Yes. He's really, like, lovey-dovey and sweet to me. Uh Uh-huh. But then when we're out in public, people can't read him. Uh Uh-huh. I love that. I love that. Oh my gosh. Big fan. Woo, I eat it up. Okay. I eat it up. This one is like, this This is so Southern. I love a guy who knows how to drive off-road. Like, that who can drive, like, down a ravine or, like, up a mountain. <laughs> that sounds so crazy. That is incredible. If you I can scale relate, Mount okay. Rushmore. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I just like a guy who knows what they're doing in, like, a four-wheel drive situation. That's hot to me. Counteract. 
yes, a guy who knows how to do it and, like, confidently knows how to do mm-hmm. it. But if a guy says that they know how to do it just because they don't want their ego bruised, that's a turn off. And that's one of my icks. Okay. Wait, are you done with your... No, I have two more. Okay, 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 okay. Go ahead. No, but no, but just, like, continuing what we're like, what you're saying. Like, I completely understand. Yeah. A guy who is who is confident that they know what they're doing, but not to impress me, but because they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. If they say, like, oh, yeah, like, I know a little bit about this, and then they actually do, and they're not trying to, like, yep, yup, okay, my next one is, <laughs> yup, my next one is, is hand placement when they kiss. Okay, that's um, specific. I love, like, because there's, there's a big difference with, with kissing for me. I love kissing. I think kissing is a lot of fun. But it's like, I love when a guy like cups my face. Okay. Or like puts their hand like on the back of my neck, like towards the, t- like towards my head a little bit. Like I want, when I'm, when I'm kissing someone, like I want them to, I want to feel attractive. Yes. Like embrace me. Exactly. Like pull me closer. Like passionate. Like I'm yes. a big, like, I'm a big passionate person. Like I love, I want to feel wanted. Yes. I want to feel included. Yeah. And just, like, not it being just, like, a, oh, this is what we have to do because we're together. Yeah, just, like, hands on the lower back, like, okay, whatever, this is boring. No, like, move your hands up my back, like, pull me in, right, like, like, around my neck. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Big that, that makes sense 100%. Do you have any other? Um, yeah, when they eat a lot. Like, when they, mm. when they can eat a whole pizza and they're like, God, I'm still hungry. <sighs> yes, please! You want a side of fries? I love that. I just, I love a guy who, like, a bottomless pit. Love that. Yeah. That's just, that's really hot to me. And that, like, no to-go box in sight. No. Like, we'll finish it here. And then, and then we might have to order some food when I get back home. Exactly. Like, we might have to hit the Taco Bell drive-thru on the way Mm -hmm. home. Alright, I have one more. My last one, the backwards hat. You love a backwards hat? I love a backwards hat. It is pretty hot. I just can't, like, it's just, like, the way that they put it on. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The way that guys move their hats around is so specific. You know what I'm talking about? I like agree. how they like do their they like do their hair before they put the hat on, mm-hmm. or they like they switch it from front to back, like mid conversation. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> wow, pterodactyl scream. No, because that did it for me. Like, <laughs> and and they don't even know that they're doing it. Exactly. That's, that's like the it's most just like a, thing. it's a subconscious thing. Yeah. That they just put the hat on and they're just like not even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the fact that that's just like a reflex for you. Yes! I love it. It's that. the fact that it's a reflex that is so. Oh, yes. Guys are so amazing. <laughs> wow, they're the worst. Yeah. No, guys they're... suck. No, but. Like... <laughs> they're literally the worst. But like, like the like... way they put their hat on. Like... <laughs> but like the way that they put their hat on is just like that. that's what that's what does it for me. That's their redeeming quality. Exactly. Like, thank God they can at least do that. Like, thank God they can put their hat on backwards and pay my bills. <laughs> God bless. And tell me I can have whatever I want. And tell me I'm pretty. Good <laughs> lord. Oh my gosh. Alright. Are we ready to move to the eggs? We're ready to move to the eggs. Okay. Do you want to go first? I Okay, so I'm going to start with... Okay, so I'm going to start with kind of a statement before I go into my eggs. Mm-hmm. So I've always... You know the comedian Matt Reif? Yes. Apparently he was on Tana Mojo, her... And I can't remember the other girl's name. I think her oh, name Brooke. yeah, Brooks. She was, he was on their podcast. Yeah. And Tana was like, I'm so interested to see what your icks are. And guys do not understand what icks are. Guys constitute icks. Well, some guys, not all guys. But some guys constitute icks as, like, girls who, like, party a lot. 
or girls who wear like too much makeup or have long nails. I'm like, no. Gotta girls be more who specific. just girls who aren't nice. I'm like, that that's just like a universal. That's a quality. Yes. That is a personality trait that you don't vibe with. That is a quality in a person that you don't like. Something of that nature. But that's not what an ick is. No. And that goes into my first ick, which is like, really, Brittany? They can't help it. I'm like, but they can. (laughs) Imagine him getting a parking ticket and having to pay for it. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Imagine that. I'm like, why didn't you know the parking rules before we park? And why didn't you check the time? You you thought that you're better than the traffic laws? Yeah. Ew. No. Ew. That's gross. I'm like, you got a parking ticket and you had to pay for it? That's embarrassing. <laughs> Not like me. Glad I've never done to... that before. Yeah. Ten parking tickets oh, under my belt. I was about to say, <laughs> so many, so many parking tickets. So many parking tickets. Oh my gosh. No, I mean, that, and that's what an ick is. It's like a randomly, oddly specific yes. thing that a guy does. Yes. Okay. I said when they're too confident that they can do something that they've never done before. That kind of went into our, yes. Yes. So, like, for example... If I, if I say, okay, um, I want to go play tennis tomorrow. Like, mm-hmm. have you ever played tennis? No. Okay, well, like, this is going to be so much fun. Yeah, I'm going to be great at it. I already know I'm going to be good at it. Um, terrible at it? Not so fast. Right. How are you, how do you know that? Right. Are you sure? Like, are you positive? You've never played it before. You've never played a lick of it. Don't tell me life. that. Don't tell me that because then if you go and you're terrible, right. I won't be able to look at you. They act like they have Serena Williams on speed dial. Exactly. Like, and relax. you don't. And you do not. And you, and... Just don't, just be a normal human and just say, look, I've never done this before, but, like, I could be good at it. Or, like, I can't wait to try this. Yes, because that (laughs) is how they include you, like, I can't wait, like, oh, I've never played tennis before, but, like, I can't wait to learn with you. Yeah. Because, like, that also makes me feel included and that makes me feel like that we're, because it takes the pressure off. Yeah. Like, it's almost like when a guy asks you to go to Top Golf. And they're a golfer. Uh-huh. And you've never played a lick of bit of golf in your life. It's mm-hmm. almost like an ego boost for them. Yeah. Because they're like, I'm going to launch this ball over the net. <laughs> and then when you go to <laughs> hit the ball, you miss. I'm going to launch this but, into the next atmosphere. Like, literally over the net. Like, it's going <laughs> to go off the screen and, like, I'm going to crash the server. Like, they're not going to know what to do. Oh, my gosh. Okay, that reminds me. <laughs> I was dating a guy. And it was winter. And I wanted to go ice skating. You know, I wanted to do, like, the classic little date of the fun stuff, the wintry stuff. Let's go to the ice skating rink. So, in the car on the way there, I'm chatting it up. I can't wait to get back on the rink because my friend, when I was younger, she was an ice skater. Like, it was very random how it happened. She had her birthday party at an ice skating rink. Cute. And then she told her mom, I really like this. And then her mom basically signed her up for lessons and, like, she got into it. And this is when we were in, like, elementary school. So, I just, I didn't know any ice skaters. So, like, whenever we were with her, we would always go to her practices and my sister and I would just, like, free skate on the side. Fun. So, like... I wasn't doing, like, the backwards twizzle flip 360, but, like, I knew my way around an ice skating rink. Right. So, on the way to this little date, I'm like, oh, my gosh, my BFF and I, we would always go to the rink. This is so fun. I can't wait. And he's like, oh, yeah, like, this is good. Yeah, this will be fun. Blah, blah, blah. We get on the ice skating rink. Tell me why he's skating backwards. Tell me why he's doing a flip. Tell me why he's twirling there. Like, I said, what is, like, he's like, oh, I forgot to tell you I play hockey. Mortified. Get me out of here. Mortified. Get me out of here. Mortified. And and I did just that. I literally threw a fit. I, I didn't throw a fit, but I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. 
good because like, like, this sucks. That's embarrassing. Yes. Like I don't want to feel. I don't want to feel inferior. To exactly. You. Like I don't want you to feel like that. You you have to prove yourself or that you have to. Like, tickle the ego and be like, oh, I'm going to be so much better than her in this. It's like, no. Right. Humble yourself. I, At least trip. I think I thought that he, I think that he just thought it would be, like, funny to, like, oh, I forgot to tell you I, like, played hockey, but I was so butthurt, and I'll yeah. admit it, I was like, I'm not having fun anymore. Because, like, yeah. I really thought that I was going to be the one who was pulling you around the ice skinny rink. Right. Not the opposite. And, um, I think we, like, fully went home. Good. And, of course, like, he apologized to me and, like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so dramatic. But I, I definitely did not, I straight up was not having a good time. I was like, why would you let me sit in the car and talk about my ice skating history and how I basically got asked to compete in the Olympic team? <laughs> like, I have medals. I was going for gold. I've been there, I've done that. And then you're just gonna not tell me you played hockey? Right. Like, why are you doing laps around me right now? Why are you the way that you this are? This is not what I expected. Right. So. Like, where's the goalie net? So, yeah. You know, I had to be crazy. I had to be toxic in that moment. And we had to go home. Good. <laughs> Good. I love that. Okay, your turn. So, I'm moving on from, like, the... Because I only wrote down one kind of, like, super specific ick. Okay. Because all my other icks are, like, one set of... They're kind of universal, like... If a dude bends over in his butt crack shows. Right, or like, obviously. You know, cargo shorts, like, jeans, like, jorts, you know, things like that. Like, just little, little things like that. So now I'm moving on to kind of more of, like, the broad things that kind of, like, get under my skin. Yes. In a way. Yeah. That kind of, like, me personally, like, what I look for. So we already talked about kind of someone who doesn't take the lead. Someone who just kind of, like, but this kind of piggybacks off of it in a way. But someone who can't read a room. Mmm. That bothers the ever-loving bejesus out of me. Seriously. Someone who cannot read a room. Yep. Like, no situational awareness, no kind of, like, I don't know, like, the only thing that I can think of with, like, Mm -hmm. it's just, like, with, with, just, like, an example is just, I went to, I went to the Greek festival (laughs) with, she knows, I went to, I went to the Greek festival with, a guy and you know we had gotten our food everything's fine whatever he was looking over at at this point it was slammed like absolutely absolutely crowded slammed and we were trying to find a place where we can go sit and I was waiting and he was like oh I see a spot and I was like okay like go like take us there and he just stood there and looked at me uh uh and I was like go you know, I was like, I'm not seeing what you're seeing, so, like, please take, please, for the love of God, take the initiative and just walk. Yeah. Please. Because at this point, we're literally standing in the middle of the crowd and people are walking around us. So I'm mortified because I have situational awareness and I'm like, there are people trying to get by and we are the people that stop. Yeah. It's like the people at the grocery store that leave their cart in the middle of the aisle and then go and, like, look up and down the aisles. I'm like, why are you the way that you are? Mm-mm. Like, just park that park that bad boy to the side. Yeah, pull her over. Pull her over. Like, parallel park it. Like, come on. It's like, treat, treat the grocery aisle like a street. But anyway, back to the story. So, like, so then he just wouldn't move. So then I ended up just walking away because I was like, I'm so mad. I'm so annoyed. Like, yeah. I'm mortified because I'm like, I don't understand. And he's like, oh, well, you got taken. I'm like, because you didn't walk. Make a move. I'm like, you didn't move, dude. Yeah. I'm like, what? Go. No. Like, somebody who just, like, can't 
read a room, no situational awareness, nothing. Like, that makes me so angry. Yeah. Or a guy who just, like, can't figure out how to have, like, normal small talk or, like, Uh is saying outlandish things. Like, just in general, read the room. Literally. Is a a huge thing. Yep. Um, When they have too much stuff in their pockets... I hate uh, when guys are just, like, stuffing it full. Like, they've got their keys. They've got their wallet. They have got their phone. They have got their business cards. They've also got a chapstick. Like, they've got an extra pair of socks. Like, you don't need to have that much stuff in your pockets. I don't like when it looks bulging. Um, So, please don't do that. Get a, get a man purse. Like, if that's what it needs to come to, like, get a, get a fanny pack, but don't stuff your pockets full of... I just don't like how it looks when it's, like, sagging because they have so much stuff in there. Right. No. Not my vibe. I couldn't agree more. Um, okay. This is more of a broad one, but I feel like there's, there's a big difference between spending... Okay, so... I feel like there's a big difference between spending time together and existing mm. with each other. Yeah. Somebody who can't, di- like, can't differentiate those two things. Because there's a huge difference. Yeah. Because it's like, existing with somebody is, he's doing his own thing, I'm doing my own thing, but we're doing it together. Kind of like Sophie and I earlier. We ended up going to Hobby Lobby, we got some diamond art, and we came back to my house We ended up watching a movie, we watched a little Netflix series, and she's doing her diamond art, I'm doing my diamond art, we're not speaking, we didn't speak for like, basically three hours. Yeah. Because of the fact that we were so into our diamond art, but we were coexisting with each other. But then, when I am spending time with you, I want you to spend time with me. Yeah. Like, I want you to put your phone, this is not me talking to you, obviously, I'm talking about the dude, but like... You know, I want you to put your phone down. I want you to, if we're, if we're having a date night at the house or if we're having, if we're going out on a date, like, yes, we're together all the time, but I want you to spend, I want to spend time with you. Like, I want, I want to have your undivided attention. Yeah. I don't want your attention elsewhere. No. Because you can do that when we're coexisting with each other or you can do that when you're by yourself. Yeah. But when we are spending time together, I want you to pay attention to me. Make little comments to me. Exactly. Tell me what you're thinking about. Tell me something random that happened in your day. Exactly. Make it a point to just talk to me normally. Because even when we were sitting here doing Diamond Art, like, we were still commenting on the show together. Right. And having, like, little side no, like, oh my gosh, she's so stupid. Or, oh my gosh, I know she's going to do this. Or, oh like, no, oh, she got is, that. Like, oh, this is my prediction. This is what yeah. I think is going to happen. Like, that is coexisting yep. together. Yep. That's super important. Yeah, you don't want a guy who just comes over and y'all are, like, watching paint dry together. Basically. So boring. Right. Not not for me. Mm-mm. Um, Guys who refuse to ask for help at the store. I'm like, why are you subjecting me to this torture? Why are we standing in the screw aisle for an hour because you have to find, like, this perfect screw? Or, like, why are we standing in the grocery store because you need to find this drink? Why can't we ask someone? Right. Let me just go find an employee. Right. Like, let's just put an end to the torture. Right. Let me ask someone. Right. For the love of God. If it's going to hurt your ego, I'll go ask. I'll do it. Like, relax. Like, I I will act like the damsel in distress and I will go ask somebody to help us. I don't, I just, I don't understand that. And that's such a, like guy this is a normal trait for guys i feel like they just want to get it done themselves and they don't want to ask anyone and i'm like you're wasting my time i'm getting anxious 
Okay. My last one. Okay. Someone who doesn't make me feel like I'm important or a priority. Mm. I hate that. I'm like, if you... I am a big proponent in say what you mean and mean what you say. If you tell me that I am so important to you and you tell me that I am important in your life and that I mean a lot to you, show me. Make me feel like a priority. Make me feel like I'm important. Yep. Want you to make me feel like... Literally like like I'm I'm the only girl girl in the world. world. Genuinely. (laughs) Honestly. Make me feel like I'm the only girl in the world. Yeah. Because, like, that's what I feel like true love is. Like, when you feel like you two are the only ones that exist on the planet. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's so real. Right? Like, it's just you two. It's just you two. You are, you have complete confidence that they only want you. Yep. They have, like, eyes for no, I love, there have been so many times, like, with guys that I'm dating, I'm like, oh my gosh, did you see, her hair is, like, bright pink and purple, I love that, and he's like, oh no, I wasn't looking. Love I'm that. like, she's literally a highlighter. Like, How did you, you see? Right. Oh, I don't know, I wasn't looking. Love that. Never. Never. Right. Never looking at anyone else. Just, like, in their own little world. Yep. Not even... N- not an eye going left or right. Eyes down. Yep. Eyes down. <laughs> but, like, not even... Not even, like, in the sense of, like, eyes down being, like, oh, like she's gonna get jealous if I'm looking at that... Like, looking at that girl. No. It's like, no. Just, like... Like, it, it's just, like, an instinct. Yeah. Just not even looking... Like, not even caring. That, yes. like, other people... Like, don't... I don't care that other people are around. I'm not paying attention. I, I, I literally don't want anybody else. Like, when I'm with you, I'm with you. Yeah. So good. I love that. So good. So but then I'm good. also, like, ugh, I love people watching. Like, why didn't you see her? She was bat wearing, wing. like, bat wings. Like, come she on. You didn't see that? Wings. She walked right past us. They, they smacked you in the face. You didn't even notice? No. No, I didn't notice. Right. Okay. All right. Anyways. Period. Um... This is so this is so specific, but it's because I went to a Suicide Boys concert, okay. which is like, they mosh pit at the concert. Right. Like, it's a mosh pitting moment. Guys, I could my boyfriend is not allowed to mosh pit because there will be no way that I'm attracted to him. Okay. Watching yeah. men, like, so I went with a guy, and we were up in, like, kind of the stadium seats, and then everyone who was mosh pitting was, like, down on the floor, and watching it happen... If, if you don't know what a mosh pit is, it's basically just, like, a bunch of people pushing and shoving each other. And, like, running around in circles. Literally running in circles out of just, like, pure hype. Like, they're just trying to, like, get hyped up. And they're just, like, bouncing around and shoving this guy and shoving that guy and getting pushed over. And, like, it's all for, like, the love of the adrenaline and the hype. But that will not be my man. Cannot be me. No. I don't that want any part of that. That is so cringe to me. I don't like that. Just thinking about him waiting to get into the mosh. No! I'm sorry. No, please. Thinking about him, like, doing the little, like, left, right, you know, like, like he's, like, bouncing on his toes. Oh, he's waiting. And it was, oh. so, it was so cringe because the, all the singers, like... Suicide Boys is, I don't even know what kind of music it is. It's like metal, like, not maybe sure. not metal, but it's like rock, emo, screamy sad type boy, of stuff. Sad boy, sad boy rap. Yes. And a lot of the, like, pre-performers or the acts before, like, they all mosh-pitted too. So every person who went on was like, 
alright, for this song, y'all need to open it up. Open it up. Let me see that pit open. Like, oh, And I was like, boy. I am internally crying. Like, Same. I cannot hear you say open it up one more time. And then one time, not my man. one of the singers said, I need y'all to open this the F up. And no one did it. Oh, oh, no one. Oh, no. no one moved. Oh, no. And he said it again. And he oh, said, it open. Spread it open. <laughs> Nobody moved. No one did. Oh, I'm embarrassed. I was for them. so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. And I'm sweating. And he's fully on stage in front of thousands of people. I'm sweating. <laughs> like the, honestly, like I, I, I experienced secondhand embarrassment so, so bad. badly, and I am sweating because of the secondhand embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Like that is just. I almost feel sorry for him. Yeah. No, I felt bad. I wanted to go down there and spread it open myself. That sounds so bad. <laughs> I wanted to go down there and spread I wanted it to go down there and bust it open. No, but for real, yeah, like, it was just, it was so, I didn't need to see that. You know, I didn't need to see a performer telling his audience of thousands of people to do something and them just completely not. Just them not doing it. I was like, I'm so glad that's not my man oh, right now. I'm so glad he's up here with me and not mosh pitting. God I don't, I don't was. like that. I hate that. Um, I think that's basically my last ick. I said, like, being nervous or getting shy when ordering specifically about how something is pronounced. Mm, like, okay. be confident. Like, even if it's wrong, just say it wrong. Like, don't, right. don't, like, stumble over the word, you know? Like, or even if they're, like, or even if they say, like, I don't know how to pronounce this, but I want that. Yes. That, like, perfect. Yes. yes. Be vulnerable. Tell you don't know how to say Don't sound out. Actually, don't. Actually, don't. Tell them you don't know how to say filet mignon. If you don't know how to say that, then we have bigger fish to fry. No, but it's like, don't sound it out, please. No. Don't, don't, please don't. Don't Just do say that. like, hey, because there have been plenty of times where I would be out and I went to a food truck, I'll never forget, I went to a food truck and there was a bowl that I really wanted, but the name, literally, I would butcher the absolute, like, crap out of it. So I went up to the I went up to the guy and I said I'm gonna butcher I'm gonna butcher it, and then he was just like point to what you want and I said I want that one and then he and then he was like this is how you pronounce it I was like thank you I was like good to know done I'm not gonna sit there and try and sound it out like I'm in second grade like I'm not gonna do that no because that just gives myself secondhand embarrassment exactly like I'm not gonna do it exactly not my man (sighs) oh my gosh so to sum it up. Um, be perfect or else. Yeah. But... <laughs> be perfect or... Or else. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I hope you guys, like, related to this in some sort of way. Some of these were, like, kind of overarching themes, but some of them mm-hmm. were, like, oddly specific. Yeah. So, you know, hit our DMs. We love to talk to you guys and hear your thoughts on the podcast. So, please don't ever feel afraid to send oh, us a message. Yeah, send us a little DM because we do read all of them. Yeah, we do. We don't respond, but we definitely do. Well, you we respond to some. We, that's right. We do. Touche. I'll take that. <laughs> You're right, you're right. Also, like, sometimes it's just overwhelming to, like, I can't even respond to text messages half the time, so, like, I do read DMs, but I don't always have my thoughts together enough to, like, send a response, but... I definitely mentally respond. Yes. Oh, I go, oh my god, aw, and then I close my phone. Yeah. All the time. You know, I turned... So, when my messages, when I would get a message, my notification would show that text of the message like it would say the person's name and then show what they said as it like dropped down 
that's how it was for years. And I just recently changed it to where it says the person's name and then just I message. So it doesn't mm. give you a preview of the so message. So you have to read what it Yes, says. that has helped me a lot because okay. I don't get the chance to like preview it and then continue to just swipe it up and keep scrolling, doing whatever I do. I see the message and I'm like, oh, I'm curious. Like I have to actually go to the messages now, open it right. up and see that has helped me because I'm notorious for like just not responding for weeks you. and because I just mentally like, I'm like, oh, I, I haven't got to it yet. Yeah. Anyways, um, we love you guys so much. Me too. This was fun. This was a lot. I think this has been our longest episode. Yeah. And I feel like you really kind of like got to know us a little bit more about like I don't know what we want in men. Does that help you get to know us? Question mark. Like, yes, whatever. I don't know. Y'all will tell us. Yeah, for real. Well, we at least hope so. <sighs> yeah. Okay. I hope you guys have a great um, rest of your day. Whatever. If you're on the way to work, if you're doing your makeup, whatever it is. I hope it's an easy day. I hope it's chill, and I hope something good happens to you today. Absolutely. I hope you see a dog today. Oh, a dog with their head out the window, possibly. Love that. <laughs> Just enjoying life. The little thing. Exactly. All right, everyone. We love you so very much. We love you. Bye. Bye.